This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Giving you the real from A to Z surrounding the Dallas Cowboys. News, updates, rumors, transactions, takes, and more. So strap up, Cowboys Nation, and start your day off with A to Z Sports. Live with Will Steele. Three, two, one. Here we go. Good morning, good people. Welcome to A to Z Sports Live, the Skywalker Show. We stream it live on YouTube. And of course, I am your host, Will Skywalker Steel. Boom! Pretty much what happened down there in Arizona. You blew up. Well, that stunk. That stunk. And coming up. We're going to try to generalize this disappointment in the desert as the Cowboys fall to 2-1 and one in an upset loss versus the Cardinals. So, no cookout today. No cookout today, although the Cowboys got served some humble pie. We're going to have a family meeting. I want to say we did this a few times in 2021. We might have did it last year, but I think I'm going to make this a thing. Here. Cowboys are going to lose games. These type of games are going to happen. You just hope they bounce back from them. You're not going to go 17-0, right? But when that happens, you need to be able to come to the table and discuss what happened, right? And, you know, in homes, I think in good homes, you have family meetings. When things don't aren't going right in the house, when things aren't going right, maybe outside of the house, you got to sit down. We got to talk about this. Not an intervention, just a family meeting. So we're going to have a family meeting, Cowboys Nation, us, as well as calling some to the table to discuss their performance or lack thereof yesterday in the desert. Also, we'll hear from Mike McCarthy, and we will hear from, I believe, Tony Pollard in our first word later today. But before that, you know, the mark of a good man is understanding when he's wrong. And And I've got to eat crow today, okay? I've got to eat some Arizona Cardinal crow. Damn near everything I said about the Arizona Cardinals, they did the opposite. Shouts out to you, Arizona Cardinals. So I talked about their concepts, which I liked. I liked the concept. Didn't think they had the horses. Didn't think they would be able to match up with this defense. I'm eating some crow. And I got some uh, tapatio for that. Okay? You can see the tapatio. Some hot sauce right here, man. I actually discovered this hot sauce by accident. You know, I I discovered this by accident, but this is what I use. So so I got me some tapatio for that. I said, hey, man, you should be able to get to the red zone and and complete your your drive against this Arizona Cardinals defense. No problem. It's a soft defense. And they played it soft, but you played it worse. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. 
Cowboys were terrible in the red zone, which is really a concern. Now, now it's a concern. But I got some slap your mama for that. You know? There you go. Put some, put some slap your mama on this crow for the Cowboys red zone offense. And, and then I said, ain't no way the Cardinals rushing offense is just going to go off. Saquon Barkley and Brees Hall and, and all those guys at Cowboys. No way. I'm eating crow. I got some head country championship sweet and spicy seasoning for that. So I'm putting all these together to eat this stank cardinal crow because I have to. I have to, I have to put the spices on it, Cowboys Nation, because it's it stank. You know, I came out of this game, the crow stank. So I got to spice it up a little bit. And, and, and I know crow is nasty, but and this is the type of crow that's nasty. But if I put some spices on it, I'll be fine. There's times you want to eat crow and you're happy to eat crow. This is not the one. This is not the one. But I feel like I have to come on here and give some respect to the Arizona Cardinals. They, they absolutely handed it to the Cowboys and we did nothing. And I mean nothing to really respond the entire day. We kind of were playing wide eyed as if the news of the uh, Trayvon Diggs injury happened that day, right? And it's funny what can happen in four-day span. I'm on here Thursday morning. We are talking about potentially having a historic start for the Cowboys' defense. We're talking about the Cowboys' offensive line being whole for the first time since 2021. Then all of that changed drastically. Almost hours, I mean, it was hours, after the show ended here. You got the first breaking news, Trayvon Diggs goes down with the ACL injury. Gut punch. It stung. It sucked. That hurt. But after you got over that, I, and I'm still under that belief, that the Cowboys still have a ton on defense to not perform like they did yesterday, but still be one of the top defenses in the league. Now, they're going to have to absolutely bounce back from that yesterday and show that they can obviously stop the run and we'll get to that in a second so i'm like okay whatever it happens that sucks you have enough up front in regards to up top i should say dan quinn and you have enough on the field and the players that same day kind of thrown under the rug here which rightfully so trayvon Diggs tore this yeah tyler biotis goes down with a hamstring injury gets the mri not looking good don't really expect him to play, especially when it's that close to the season or to the game. Not really talked about is Zach Martin also is not practicing, but it's not because, hey, we're just resting, big fella. He really hurting. Comes out Saturday. Looks like Zach Martin might not be playing. Well, not necessarily comes out, but talking to amongst people, Zach Martin, Tyler Biotis were pretty much ruled out that game Saturday. Also Saturday, Tyra Smith pops up with a knee. Okay, look, man, you can give me one injury. You can give me two injuries. But God dang it, all three of those guys plus Trayvon Diggs, you, you don't pile all this on me heading into the game. But then we're told, hey, he's not inactive. Tyron Smith is playing. That's what I thought. Tyron Smith's playing. Well, he wasn't inactive, but he didn't play. So now you find out literally at kickoff, Tyron Smith ain't playing. What is happening? What is happening? Are we ever going to see this starting unit ever play at any given point? Shouts out to the young guys, not named Chuma, 
that did play, though, they, they did as best as they could, especially between the 20s. Um, I, I thought they did as best as they, you know, shouts out to them. Tough effort, right? And um, McCarthy talked about that, and we're here, we'll hear from that in a second. But all of that happened in the span of, what, three days? Diggs goes down, Biotis goes down, Martin goes down, or is already out, Tyron, right before kickoff, they took his helmet, you ain't playing. I don't necessarily know that. I don't know all the ins and outs of why all three of these guys did not play. I, I get, I get Zach. Maybe if it really, if he really couldn't go, I get Tyler because the hamstring happened Thursday. I don't understand what happened with Tyron. Wake up, his knee hurting. I don't get it. But not having those three guys, it sucked. And per Mike McCarthy, per I believe it was Tony Pollard, which you're here in a second, they had to take out a lot of plays there. And I think I didn't even notice it, honestly, during the game. Because during the game, your emotions are invested. You're just going. You're not thinking really about other things. It wasn't until after the game and they said what they said. And I was like, huh. I, I, you know, I didn't see certain things. I didn't see the, the, the effort to get Turpin involved. I didn't even see Deuce Vaughn in the game at all, right? Um, I, I didn't see a lot of different things. Now, I did get a chance to get the film. I know Vosh watched like, send me that damn film. I did get a chance to get the film Matt early, but I had a lot to do to put the show together. So I went through and watched what I could watch, pulled out the red zone. Tomorrow we're going to talk about the red zone uh, from a film perspective. Today we'll talk about it just in general. But from a film perspective, we'll tape Tuesday. It's all red zone. So I, I didn't see certain things. And I didn't understand it until they said it. So, and I, and look, I want this to be mad, and it doesn't matter who's out there. You run the same plays, but obviously they couldn't do that. Even still, with the injuries, with you having to dumb down the playbook a little bit, uh, with the adversity that 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 struck all the way up until kickoff, I still believe this team was better than that team, and I still do believe it. Now, I'm not naive. I get this is the NFL. The, the talent factor gap isn't that wide to begin with, and Nick Eatman says this a lot. But what shortens that gap is when people start getting dinged up. So once you start losing, guys, you need to be able to overcome that. You need to kind of refocus and, fo- and, and really shift your focus on getting through that day. And I don't feel like the Cowboys did that. I felt like we, we met adversity for the first time and we failed. And in regards to Mike McCarthy, I felt like you, you saw the first time under his tutelage as a coordinator where being the head coach – and being the play caller might have got the best of him. The whole game management thing that we were kind of complaining about a few years back, I think it crept up today. And I think that's something that McCarthy is going to have to go back, look in the mirror, and figure this thing out. Now, we're going to jump into all of that here in a second, and we're going to get to the family meeting. But let's get to the first word. Uh, Mike McCarthy, Tony Pollard speaking on how they had to alter some things and, and, and pretty much giving some kudos to the Young Bucks in that uh, on that offensive line, two two rookies essentially. Ah, Hoffman's not a rookie, but two young guys and Chumi Doga. Did you know when you got on the flight Saturday that you'd be without all three linemen, or when did you become aware? Of yeah, um, I I was hopeful uh, going into Saturday's practice, but you know when we walked off the field. Saturday, that's kind of our final personnel meeting. So yes, when we got on the flight, we we knew what the, you know what the situation. We didn't know about Tyron. Tyron was a was a game day. What had it changed once you know that you're without 
Oh, it changes. I mean, it changes a lot of things. Um, but you know, I, I, I'm, I'm proud of our young linemen. You know, I, I tell you, I mean, they not only they stepped up and played today, but they did it on very little, you know, reps, you know, throughout the week. So I mean, it wasn't, you know, that's you know, that's a challenge that everybody has. You know, when you have injuries on Sunday, it's a, it's a, you know, you got a full week of prep to go into it. Uh, when you have things that are not clear till the end of the week, it's, you know, it's a challenge on the guys that are, that have to step in there. And I, I thought all three of those guys did a nice job. Um, it makes it a little different, um, a little difficult calling the plays. You know, not being able to call certain plays that you want. But, you know, like I said, we just we got to be better and, and make it work. Got to be better. You got to make it work. Um, look, there's, there's, these are going to happen. Do you want it to happen at this magnitude? Have I, have I seen it like this? Not since 2020, no up front, but you made it work between the twenties. But let me just say this prior to, we're about to get into the family meeting here in a second. If you watch the pregame show, I was under the impression Tyron was playing, right? So I'm like, Hey, look, whatever. You got Tyron, you got Terrence, you got Tyler, make it work. It wasn't until y'all mentioned that Tyron was actually not playing. If you listen to me, you can kind of hear me go, ooh, okay. What are they going to do at left tackle? Okay, if it was Tyler, fine. If it's awesome, even still fine. They ended up going with Chuma. And immediately, I got a little nervous inside, but I, I, had, I still felt like whatever. It doesn't matter. Go out here, execute this defense. To me, wasn't that good as a soft defense. And they played that way. They just made you matriculate down the field. We'll get to that in a second. Oh, but but it, it became an issue very fast. Uh, Chume Doke is not tackle. I, I don't know why they elect to put Chume Doke out there at left tackle. And then I thought maybe they'd see what was happening and switch that immediately. Now, I, I kind of get a little bit the thought process going into this. Tyrant, Tyler, I'm sorry, is practicing at left guard. All offseason, all preseason, and all week, really. And doesn't happen until at the beginning of the game where they say, hey, Tyron's not playing, so we got to move the veteran who was playing left tackle during camp out there. Problem was, he was terrible. He was terrible at left tackle. And right away, you saw the pressures and the sacks, and it, and it just, the rest of the way, it was never really, in my opinion, whole. Nonetheless, I'm hoping we don't roll that out there moving forward. Uh, we call it Code 77 on Vacha's show. If there is a Code 77, there's no way you can tell me that's what you want to do. If you want to do it this week, whatever. You cannot do that moving forward. You got to put Ty Lur out there or Awesome. Hell, I would have rolled with Awesome Richards at that point. That's what I thought they were going to do. But nonetheless. So let's hit this. Uh, here it goes. Let's hit this family meeting. Some people I want to talk to. I don't know if y'all have family meetings at y'all crib. I mean, I've, I've had a few. Definitely at my pop's crib. And half the damn time. Ain't had nothing to do with me, by the way. I, but, but I got to take this. So, hey, sometimes that's what's going to happen. Nonetheless. Dan Quinn. Come on down, sir. Have a seat. Let's talk. Let's see what happened here. Dan Quinn had no answers. For Drew Petzing's offense. None. He had none. And that was a shocker to me. He had no answers for Joshua Dobbs. I can't believe I'm saying that. And no answers for this run game. 222 rushing yards. Three carries of over 25 yards. And two of them over 
40 yards. That's pathetic. And if you go and look at those runs, this isn't like it's some, hey, I'm just bowling dudes over and I'm, this is terrible run fits. This is, this is not being in a right gap. This is really getting out coached. There were time in a lot of those runs, really, they weren't getting touched until 10 yards down the field. And it was just, oh, you're going to give me this angle? Thank you. And I'll get this linebacker, um, I'll get this lineman to the second level on a non-linebacker in a Marquise Bell. That was something that that I always thought what, what would happen if teams decided to play big against our dime package, our nickel packages or whatnot. And you got guys like Marquise Bell, who's not a real linebacker, having to take on a guard. I don't matter how bad the guard is, if they got to take on him at the second level, that's going to be tough. It's a first-year offensive coordinator who got the better of you, Dan. You allow too many pop plays in the air as well. Crucial times. Third and long, backed up inside the five. Gilly gets gets beat. 69-yard pass, I think, on that same damn drive. And then a crucial third and goal touchdown. Gilly gets beat again, by the way. But they scored on every single possession in the first half. The second half was, was a strange half. But the first half, they scored on every single possession. And then in the second half, when they needed points, right, the Cowboys got back in with, what, within five or something like that. It might have even been eight-point game at the time. I can't remember. They went down and scored. Essentially unabated, right? It was just boom, 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 big, big play touchdown. Got out coached, Dan. Got out coached. And from a player standpoint, again, like I said, you you just felt like this defense wasn't there today or yesterday. Which is a shocker because coming coming into the game, it felt like they were pissed off. It felt like they were mad that their their guy, Trayvon Diggs, went down. They were mad at what people were saying or specific person was saying about the Trayvon Diggs injury. Then all of a sudden we get out there in the second play of the game, Joshua Dobbs going 44 yards down the field untouched. Now he did hold him to a field goal, but that's still points. Obviously, as we've seen points that matter what kind of points it is, they matter. So Dan Quinn, we got to figure that out. One of the things that frustrated me, uh, and I talked about this at on the post game or the pregame post post game and halftime show, was they they figured out that single high cover one look, and I hate the fact that I saw this on film that they had success in that look. I just didn't think they'd have that success against they had it against the Giants against the Cowboys, and once they start having that success, you would expect Dan to kind of obviously say, okay, we need to alter our game plan and it never ever happened and you just saw confusion communication wasn't there very uncharacteristic game for the Dallas Cowboys and Dan Quinn's defense Mike McCarthy come have a seat Mike come have a seat the red zone offense in Arizona was atrocious Mike it was atrocious going into this game I said, look, I'm not panicking about no damn red zone, especially when you look at they scored four times down there, uh, two-point conversion, a touchdown called back into two touchdowns at home. And the way things were run down there, I had no problem with it. The way things were run yesterday down there, big problem. Big problem with it. Felt ass backwards to me. They didn't do nothing special. They played back like Dan said. They played... A lot of coverage 
once you got inside that, you know, eight to ten yards, it was it was just a lot of co- really inside the five. It was a lot of coverage back there. All that running that we did at the end of the game made no sense to do it then. Why didn't you do why didn't you do it in your other trips? I get the thought process, right? Like Dan and Dak talked about their thought processes in, in the red zone down there. I get what you're saying, coach. And I agree, right? When you're playing back like that, it's light up front. Yeah, run the ball. And unfortunately, you don't have your best offense alignment out there to push and pull and get into the end zone that way. And that was evident to see on film. However, at the beginning of the game or the other times you were in a red zone, yeah, I don't, I don't, I'd say this to Vox, I don't mind you getting two, three, four yards. And now you're getting down to, you know, second and goal from the three or third and goal from the one. I don't mind that. But in the time where you need to be saving time, why almost cuss. Why the f- are we running the ball five straight times and, and acting like we're only down six and trying to kill clock? Made no sense to me. Made no sense to me. Coming out of this game, way more concerned about what I saw in the red zone than the Jets game. So this is one of the, this. Yes. Yes, I am. So if you call in or you're, you're asking me, are you concerned about the red zone? Yes. After that performance, absolutely. It was atrocious down there. Dak Prescott. Speaking of finding a way, right? Doesn't matter. 13 penalties, 200 rush yards, piss poor play call in the red zone. Find a way. If you want to change the narrative, if you ever want to change the narrative while you're here on this team, fair or not fair, brother, you got to find a way. You've got to pull everyone up. I don't, I get it. I get it. This is going, that's hard to do when you're dealing with what you're dealing with. But you got to find a way. That's the only way to change the narrative. And he even talked about it. To be fair, he said it in the presser conference. He said, if it means using my legs, I'm talking about the red zone. If it means using my legs more, then so be it. But I got to make a play. Now, I'm not going to super overanalyze the, the pick down there. He he explained what happened. He's trying to look off the uh, linebacker. The linebacker fades back in. He tries to throw it. Interception. Game pretty much over at that damn point anyway. But you can't do that either. You got to throw the ball away. The, there's one play to me, and again, this also was prior to it's the same drive, actually. There's one play to me, really two, but we scored on that drive, so I won't even really harp on the other drive. There's one play to me that I think he wants to have back, and he talked about this too. The Michael Gallup was a sluggo, and this is what you do in an offense like this. I'm, I'm beating you upside the head. Bang, bang, bang with these slants. It's just beating you upside the head. Boom, sluggo, go. And he underthrew it. Should have been a penalty? 100%. 100% should have been a penalty. But me personally, I am more annoyed with not getting it out there, as he said. You got to get it out there. And y'all know I, I love Dak. I think Dak is a, is a phenomenal quarterback. But when you don't make certain plays in these type of situations, I'm going to point it out. Just point blank, period. Is, is it is it fair to say you, you got to overcome 13 penalties 220 rushing yards piss poor play calling it might not be but at the end of the day that's just what you got to do that's just what you got to do so this one of those situations where look man 
the rest of the family might be in trouble and, and you might have been a part of it in a way. But I got to call you down here and have a conversation, too, because do your part. Not saying he didn't between the 20s because I thought he was surgical between the 20s. Given how they were playing, they were going to play back. They weren't going to let you have anything deep. Uh, again, a, a quick observation before the show for about 45 minutes watching. There were there were two plays, only two plays where it was like, ooh, there was something there, but you scored on those possessions anyway. But they weren't going to give you anything deep. You had to beat them underneath. And between the 20s, it was phenomenal. It was once you got in that red zone. And then finally, C.D. Lamb. C.D. Lamb, to me, was the spoiled kid in the house. He was the, I don't know, the, the baby, I guess, is the spoiled kid. I'm an oldest child, so... There, there is, I think, something to being the oldest child. However, when you're the baby of a household, I get that. You're the youngest. You, you get all the attention, right? But you're also a brat. C.D. Lamb was a brat yesterday. C.D. Lamb was whiny. This looked like this looked like C.D. Lamb of yesteryear where he's still a young player trying to figure out how to be number one or whatnot. And, and, and that's not the case. He's a number one wide receiver. You can't be whiny like that. And what I mean by whiny, the arms flail up. Let me let me let me show you what I'm talking about. The arms start to flail up when, in, in the middle of the play. A flat this this play more than any single play in this entire game pissed me off the most. CD Lamb one on one on the outside. We throw it up for for a uh, a fade route, which I've been waiting to see more with CD Lamb, and the ball's there. But in the middle of you trying to go for the ball, matter of fact, you didn't even try. You flail your arms up and you're looking for a pass interference when the ball hits the defender in the back of the head. All you got to do is just get off of me, man. Touchdown. You can't don that 88 and give up on a play in the middle of the play. I ain't old enough for Drew. Contrary to popular belief. But I watch Mike. I watch Dez. They're never giving up on that play. Apologies for yelling. But that play pissed me off the most. They're never giving up on that. If anything, I'm getting an offensive pass interference to get your, get your hands off of me. And that's my ball. Middle of the play. Let me make sure I didn't cut out. Because I'm, I'm starting. I'm, I'm hitting stuff. And I apologize. Middle of the play. And a very important point. Very important point again. You gave up. You flailing around. You looking for a flag. That's not 88 like. That's not 88 like. Mm-mm. That 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 ticked me off. You know who wouldn't have did that? You know who wouldn't have did that? My cowboy custom cowboy of the week. And that's Michael Gallup. There's, there's going to be a lot of bad that we're going to talk about coming out of this game. But I do want to put some spotlight on a couple of these guys who went out there and played their butts off in what was essentially a wasted effort, and one of those guys was Michael Gallup. Welcome back, sir. 
six receptions, 95 yards, had a 27-yard uh, completion that kind of got things going. Also had to play, I thought, in the back of the end zone where should have been a pass interference, but also should have been a way better throw, which should have been a touchdown. Michael Gallup was on the hot seat. Let's be real, right? Michael Gallup, after two weeks, wasn't looking like Michael Gallup. And it was, hey, man, the question was, how long until boom, 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 boom? Michael Gallup said, the wait is over. Week three. That's the Michael Gallup we want to see, right? And honestly, I'm a little bit shocked. Nah, not a little bit. That we didn't do more downfield things with Michael Gallup. Now, again, you moved the ball. 400 yards total offense. You score, you not scored. You got in the scoring position six out of your last seven possessions. After that first possession, which was a travesty in of itself. Back-to-back penalties. I didn't even talk about them yet. But back-to-back penalties and whatnot. But between the 20s, Michael Gallup showed you why, okay, don't give up on me yet, Cowboys Nation. Don't give up on me. I thought he ran better routes in this game, and I thought he attacked the ball much better than what CeeDee Lamb did in that end zone. Now, Lamb had a nice little uh, deep ball uh, later in the game, or I think the same quarter of that game, but I'm pretty sure Mike would have not complained about that one. Mike would have fought through that one and might have even got the penalty. Now, I'm not going to harp on the defensive pass interference, but I wouldn't be mad if y'all did because that was clear as the, I don't even know what else to call it. You know, I mean, this pure definition there, you don't turn around, you make contact before the ball gets there, that's pass interference. But if Mike had that same opportunity that Lamb had, I 100% guarantee you he would have not flailed and complained in the middle of the play. You know why I know this? Because I was asking for Michael Gallup to flail a lot of times over the years. <laughs> There was so many times I'm looking at Mike and I'm like, yo, draw the flag, Mike. But he fights for the ball. And I appreciate that. Mike fought yesterday. And it was good to see him get back on track because he had said something. He had said something in his press conference or not even a press conference. It was just an interview. Uh, What was it? Thursday or something like that. Friday. I don't know when it was. And I was talking to a group of people in a group chat about how mm, the way he said that, the mentality sound off to me. Like, I'm just happy to be here. Uh, if, if, if I get the ball, cool. If not, as long as we win, cool. Like, I get it. That's fine. But as a receiver, we want the ball. I'm not saying you got to complain to the media, but it just felt like a weird answer to me. Like, ah, oh, that's whatever. I'm just ha-. He literally said, I'm just happy to be back out there. Okay, Mike. And then Mike went out there and and six or seven targets, six receptions, 95 yards. He is my Cowboy Player of the Week presented by Cowboy Customs. Cowboy Customs can give your vehicle the lift it needs. They not only do custom suspensions, but they also customize your wheels and tires. One of my favorite things about them is they are a family-owned and operated business, and you feel that when you go and you speak with these gentlemen. So stop by any of the four locations, Cowboys Customs, Cowboys Auto, located in Arlington and and North Richland Hills, and Cowboys Wheels and Tires, which is in Irving. And get a free leveling kit with the purchase of your wheels and tires. Or give them a call at 817-633-4611. 
And if you mention Skywalker Cowboys Nation, you will get an additional 10% off of your entire order. Michael Gallup, my Cowboys custom Cowboy of the Week. I could have went, I could have went uh, TP here. I thought TP had a great game. And and look, maybe tomorrow we'll, we'll, we will talk about the positives of some of these uh, from the game. I think Tony Pollard, Michael Gallup, Rico Dowdle. I mean, he continues to remind me more and more of. Uh, I'm not saying he's Marion Barber, but he has Marion Barber traits. Loved Rico Dowdle's game. Hunter Lipke had some play. That's how I want to see it. That's how I want to see Hunter going. And I feel like if you get Hunter going and dump it off right, hit somebody, uh, run the ball, that will get him more involved as a blocker. I thought he was better. Now, I didn't fully watch it through. The next go-round is going to be you know watching the offensive line and blocking. But I thought Hunter Lipke uh, caught the ball, ran the ball, two, two attempts, or yeah, two touches, good touches. Rico Dowd, Tony Pollard, Michael Gallup. I thought these guys, you know, were were positives within that day of a whole bunch of negatives. So those are some guys maybe we can get into here as I got a lot of people on the phone line. So just just an overall frustrating game. Here's the thing. These this was going to eventually happen, right? This was going to eventually happen. There's always these weird games. Kansas City, Detroit, Cowboys, Cardinals. Houston, Jaguar. Like these weird games are going to happen within the NFL. You're not going to go 17 and no. You're going to lose some games. Did I expect them to deal with this type of adversity this early? No. But get that. Probably going to cuss anyway. Get that out now. Get it out now. Get back to the drawing board. Figure out what you did wrong in this game and how other teams are going to attack you because they trust and believe me, they will look. They will look. They will go look at this tape and they'll try. It's a copycat league. Figure it out and bounce back. Now, we'll get into next week, right? Wednesday, today, we were kind of just generalized today's uh, game. And then tomorrow, we'll jump into the uh, the film. We'll talk about what we saw on tape Tuesday. And it's going to be all red zone. We're we looking at all red zone in this damn game. And then Wednesday, we'll turn the page and we got to get to New England. Because like I said... I believe last week, I think it was Thursday. This is the last game where, in my opinion, you look at the roster and you say, maybe Carolina, but even then, you look at the roster and you say, okay, there ain't much from a talent standpoint that they give you. You just got to go out there and play your game. Well, they didn't do that. And obviously, injuries kind of level the playing field a bit, and and that's all it kind of takes in the NFL. It's not a crazy gap. It's not a crazy gap. But when you do have a, a nice-sized plate, Keisha, of a gap, shouts out to Vas Lombardi, and you lose some of those ingredients on that plate, it's going to narrow. So you damn sure better go out there and take care of business because if this happens against a more formidable opponent, it might not even be a 12-point game. So get this nastiness out your mouth. Go ahead and, 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 and eat this crow. I got some tapatio for the crow. I got some, uh, some slap your mama. Anybody use some slap your mama? It's my favorite go-to right here. Eat this crow. Eat this humble pie for some dessert. Get into the lab. Talking about the Cowboys. And refocus. Was it an emotional week? Sure. Look, 
I get it, Cowboys. I get it. It was an emotional week, losing one of your guys, dealing with the offensive line things, essentially having to cut your playbook. I don't know if it was in half, but you 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 obviously cut out a bunch of stuff due to the situation up front. I get it. But you got to find a way to push through. Now, this isn't an ideal situation to have in the playoffs, but for this one particular game, just find a way and then refocus come Monday, Tuesday, and get ready for what is going to be a test with uh, the New England Patriots. Bill Belichick, you think he ain't watching that film? Hmm? He is, 100%. All right, now we're going to hit the phone lines, and I want to start off with the OG, B-Bird. What's up, B-Bird? How you doing this morning, man? I'm doing a lot better. You know, yesterday sucked, but, yeah. you know, when, you got to look, we had a family meeting. We got to talk to this thing. This is like Cowboys therapy and losses. Absolutely, man. First of all, I want to say that uh, I did, I kind of caught a little bit of you. I've been working a lot, man, but I caught a little bit of you in a post game, and you were talking about C.D. Lamb. And my thing on C.D. is that he's a he's a number one wide receiver, but he's not 88. Um, he's not, oh, know, okay, 88. Whenever. Yeah, he he. I mean, he's number eighty-eight, but he's not he's not in a, of a he's not the eighty-eight mentality. Yeah, yeah. Because if you look at Irving, when they gave when they uh, drafted him, they say we'll give you eighty-eight. Drew's number, he took it on, understood that I got to live up to this thing. Dez took it, and he had two people with Irving, and then he took it, and like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna do my thing. The thing about it is, on the side, whenever they did face adversity, man, they face it like apples, man. They they came out and let you knew. I want the ball. I want this. I want that. It's, I've never seen those two guys sulk on the sideline. Now I've seen them getting people face on the sideline. I've never seen them go go into a little corner and soak. And that's why, you know, then when they uh, they wanted C.D. Lamb to get 88, he did not want that number. He wanted his own number. And there's other things involved in that. But what I'm trying to tell you is that I I, I didn't like the, the look of the sideline, not just him. I'm going to tell you another one. I didn't like the, the confused and – and the uh, look, the I didn't get any energy from Parsons either, or nor, nor Dak. You know, nobody had energy. Nobody. It's easy to do all that stuff pregame. No, I man. thought you were about to go to but defense. But now you're in the throws of the game. You know what, what's going on? I'm sorry, I, I, was, I was talking over. Yeah, they didn't really show Dak until the interception on the sideline. But the defense, yeah. I mean, all day it felt like they were looking over there and people were talking to each other and figuring out what's going on, and they they were just confused which which was a shocker to me because look man you lost one person it's not like you lost half the defense your, your communication doesn't change your responsibilities doesn't change and I just felt like they had no answers you, you know sometimes I talk about I, I love having a coordinator up top this might have been a good game to have Dan Quinn downstairs right because yeah. you saw these guys kind of searching and I, I don't know if it's searching for a leader but there look there's going to be times where there's a saying right like Who's the strong person for the strong person, right? Yeah. I don't know who that might be in your life, but there's somebody that is always a strong person, and they they have the burden of taking on everybody else's responsibility. At the end of the day, the players like J. Ron Curse and Demarcus Lawrence, yeah, they're the strong people. They're the leaders of this defense. But in a time like this where they don't even have the answers, I need somebody else, the, the true leader, right? Dan Quinn might have been able to give you something down there. Uh, from an emotional standpoint, because these dudes needed an emotional charge. It, it, they, they just needed an emotional charge, and obviously, conceptually, they 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 didn't have an answer for it. So there was a lot uh, of sideline confusion I was not I was not happy about seeing. 
if Michael wants to be mentioned in the same uh, breath as Lawrence Taylor, he has to be that one. And so that's what I'm trying to say. Like, was Lawrence Taylor that guy in year three, though? I don't know if he was or not. I cannot remember that. Yeah. But I, I, but but he's the best player on the team. At some point sure. in time, you're the best player on the team. Now you need to be, you know what I'm saying, now they're going to look to you like to make a play, not just to that, but if you really look at it, man. And that's why, and I've, I've told you this before, Michael Irvin is my favorite football player of all time. Mine's too. And it wasn't because of, of the numbers or whatever. It was the emotional yes. that he drove and he challenged each player on offense and defense, man. And he brought something to that team that Michael – uh, I mean, excuse me, Aikman nor uh, Emmett could bring to the team, and it wouldn't have been the same without him. And so uh, I guess you got two more things. What do you think about running the ball so much when we were down two scores? I, I've mentioned that in the, uh, in the family meeting. Oh, I'm sorry. It felt, it yeah. felt ass backwards to me. Like, I, I yeah. get what he was trying to do, right? They're playing heavy coverage. They're giving you light boxes, run the rock. Problem is you're down three offensive linemen. It might be fine and dandy in between the, the 20s where you can get the ball out fast, run slant, spread them out, and, you know, matriculate the ball down the field. But once that field condenses, you need these offensive linemen to move bodies. And that just wasn't happening. And they were getting, you know, three, two yards at a time. And that's fine at the beginning of the game. That's fine when you have those other three or four opportunities in the red zone. Well, why the hell are you doing this with five minutes left and get down two scores? That was yeah, baffling to me. Time, that was baffling to me. There, there's going to be one play I show uh, tomorrow where it might have popped for a touchdown, but they're just again there. There was not the they didn't operate as one. Terrence still he, he kind of gets to his double block on was it Hoffman was the center who was the right guard uh, T J Bass. He doubles down on T J Bass and he leaves. He, he kind of just he didn't even he barely touches the defensive end who. The assignment really is for him to kind of stab that defensive end to allow Ferguson to swing in front and seal it off. Asking Ferguson to reach block without even touching the defensive end into the other gap is is just asking for disaster. If he had just helped out Ferg on that and then allow Ferg to swing and get the double, you might have got a touchdown on it. Um, but I, it doesn't matter because you still ran the ball five straight times in the red zone with five minutes left to go, which was idiotic to me. At that point in time, I would have been like, cool, throw the ball three straight times because the clock stops if you don't complete it. And it just was weird to me, bro. That that, that was my thought process. And I I know you got a lot of people, so I'll leave you with this this question. So we have all these injuries with, uh, you know, Tyron Smith and uh, Martin and, uh, you know, uh, our center and uh, Diggs. And we have other injuries and missed time, missed games or whatever. If I'm not mistaken, all these injuries uh, originated from practice. Did, All is, of is them, ex- correct? except Zach. That's the only other. That's the only okay, one we Zach didn't. Came from the game. Man, Zach came from the game. Okay, because it's just like I'm like, uh, how how are we losing our you know player? I mean, we we protect you the whole preseason, don't let you play, and then now it's practice. We have these injuries in, and I don't know what's going on in practice. I don't but either. <laughs> I don't know, we just have to have walkthroughs or whatever. I don't know. And I'll tell you just one thing too. On Gallup, uh, Gallup did play better yesterday. I was down on him. And um, but one thing, all those passes were contested, so he wasn't getting a lot of separation. And, and Dak was putting the ball on the money. Off that's his game, Gallup, though. I was just say that. Yeah, that, that? Gallup is not getting sub. That's not his game, right? It, yeah, it, his not, game yeah. is be yeah. tough, contested catch guy, fifty-fifty jump ball guy, and and he did that at, at a great uh, rate yesterday. And you're right, the connection between him and Gallup was way more on point than it was with uh, him and CD Lamb. And again, I'm probably just talking about that one play, uh, but. 
but yeah, Gallup to me would have fought for the Rock, and and he he performed very yeah. admirably yesterday. One hundred percent should give you some confidence. Any eighty eight, any eighty eight would have, uh, the the other two eighty eights would have killed for that opportunity. Come on. Oh, last thing, John, I'll let you go, and you can just answer this while I get off. So Hooker, you know, I did kind of question the signing, uh, but he's had, he's given up two big plays this year, and uh, you know he kind of gave up some. I think last year the cornerbacks were, uh, you know, kind of putting the spotlight on that. But I've always felt that the safety never got over to help that corner opposite uh, Diggs. But um, do you still feel good about him? And uh, because you see it more in film, or am I just well, I have two big plays? And yeah, I haven't watched the much. film defensively just yet. But the, the big play to Wilson. Uh, just remembering from broadcast view, it, it looked like he was pointing that nobody was over there, so he got over. I, I don't know oh. what the what the responsibility was, so I can't really speak on it just yet. Hooker is oh, playing; okay. he's playing deep. You know, it's it's a cover one. I'm just I'm playing deep, but how the hell does Wilson run by himself for twenty something yards? There there, there had yeah. to be a miscommunication, a breakdown in coverage. I think somebody said it in in in. in I want to say one of the post game shows. I think maybe it was it was uh, might have been Barry Barry Church. There might have been a, a a miscommunication between Jordan Lewis and him. But again, I got to go back and look at it. Uh, but that play and he helped save the damn touchdown. But I want to know what happened before I talk about Hooker from that play. The Hooker play in the Jets though, where he should have went over the top and and, and but stopped the slant. Yeah, I'll give him that. But he made up for it with the touchdown. I'm sorry, with the interception. So. Before I, I got to watch that play first before I break it all the way down. But if okay. it was on Hooker, we'll we'll definitely talk about it. Man, I continue to listen, man. I appreciate you giving me off. Of course, man. Appreciate to be Bert. All right, bro. Yes, sir. Let's get the Cowboy Mike. What's going on, Skywalker? Still, good man. morning, good sir. Man, we I need you today, bro. I need you. <laughs> hey, today's one of those days where you just you just you take your medicine today. There's not there's no there's no saving you from. What happened yesterday? You, you got to take. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no. <laughs> that made me want to call my old homie for some puff puff pass, man. That third quarter, I was like, man, we they. Listen. You know, we wasn't locked in. I did it. Yo, no, absolutely Literally. right. We weren't, and, and that's the other no. thing that, you know, I got my tapatio, I got my, I got my slap your mama. I'm eating crow on. I 100 percent was was very confident that the mentality going into this game wouldn't have been of oh we're taking anything lightly. I 100% was saying, no right. way these dudes taking nothing lightly and weak. They, it felt like they were. So I'll eat crow on that one. It felt like they were. Yeah, they. I feel like, I feel like in the NFL, mentally, everyone is mature and adults. This is not college football. Like sure. you brought up C.D. Lamb. I'm an Oklahoma guy. I'm from Oklahoma. I watched C.D. Lamb through his whole career. Things not going his way, you can get under his skin a little bit. Mm-hmm. And you're right. He did not go for that ball. He was already complaining. Before he ran the route, he was ready to complain. By, by the way. That's where his mindset was. By the way, I, I get sometimes you do like a slow get off, and then you, boom, you get into the route. Yeah. Bro, yeah. He, he didn't got, even run the route. Bro, he, he literally walked for like three yards and then turned it up. Yep. As, opposed, as opposed to attacking the corner in, in a way. Like he could have attacked the inside shoulder yes, and then. Put it out. I just was. I don't understand why this whiny you know, attitude CD, on that play was frustrating. He done that in college. That little route where he kind of like hesitate. Yeah, Beasley used to but do it. His body, his body language is usually he's more twitchy. He wasn't as twitchy when he left the line. I was like, dude, you not? He, he walked, as a bro. DB? <laughs> he yeah, did. he walked. It was. It was. I understand it, and then you just give up. Ah, I was frustrated. That was the most frustrating play of the entire night for me. 
man, I've coached basketball for years, and I've always told kids, when you grab the ball and you want to triple threat a guy, you ever seen uh, Kobe? Kobe did it perfectly. When Kobe jabbed you, you were convinced he was going to the basket. The whole game yesterday, man, from the first quarter, I was like, these guys ain't ready. The Cardinals, they were ready. That's the thing. When you get these teams that don't have a lot of superstars, they, they're always locked in mentally because that's how they're going to beat you. You cannot beat yourself in the NFL, and we did that yesterday. Oh, yeah. But I know you got callers, man, and I, I appreciate what you do, man. But, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of glad this happened to us now because we usually beat the teams that, that are cupcakes, and we usually struggle against the better teams, you know. But this year, I don't know, man. This is totally a new one on me. Yeah, if if you want to take it as a as a silver lining, where get this get this one out the way, sure. Because over the last what two years, we it's kind of weird. The Cowboys have gotten out to crazy hot starts um, during the season at the beginning of the season. Hey, it was, bro, was six and one in twenty twenty one and seven and one in twenty twenty or flipped it seven and one in twenty twenty one and like six and one or five and one or four whatever it was four and one in twenty twenty two. So they kind of got out to some hot starts and then boom they 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 hit a humbleness in the middle yeah. of the season. Get this out the way now um, so you, you understand how to adapt moving forward. And I got one more thing, and I, I'll take this one off the air. Cool. Um, us not having our uh, center, uh, who uh, the Smith, one of the Smiths was out, mm-hmm. and I believe Zach Martin is really important to this team because from the line of scrimmage, I didn't see Dak make a lot of play changes at the line of scrimmage. And I'll uh, take it off the air, man. But you have a good day, man. Yeah. Appreciate what you do. Hey, Cowboys fans, stay off of uh, national media this week. <laughs> I mean, that should <laughs> be right, every so week. But, but yeah, salute. Yes, I know, right? Pretty much. That should be every Unless, thanks, Cowboy White. Unless you are the, the Cowboy fan that was waiting for the other shoe to drop. That's different. Because we do have a, a sector of Cowboy fans that absolutely hate what happened yesterday. Oh, but we got a sector that loved it. Oh, 100%. They are feeling good. What do we call those fans again? Let's see if you guys have been paying attention and taking notes. They're not bandwagon fans. That's the opposite, right? They're not fair weather fans. That's, that's the opposite. Foul weather. They are foul weather fans. And there's a good chunk of them that are basking in, in the loss. Yes, I said good chunk of Cowboy fans basking in that loss yesterday. Um, waiting to be in all of the the national medias or content creators or regular posts via social media to say, aha, we suck again. <laughs> but I'm, I'm used to this now, so it's more like comedy to me. It's more like comedy. Uh, what did he say? My bad at the end. Oh, offensive line. Yeah, of course those guys are important, right? Yeah, Martin, Biotish, Tyron Smith, all those guys are important. And had you told me Thursday when I'm sitting here saying it with my chest, ace guy, Diggs going to tear his ACL at the end of the week. He ain't going to have your three-star linemen. Yeah, my whole mentality would have changed a little bit in regards to, oh, we about to blow these dudes. It would have changed a little bit. You know, and not only did does the mentality change, but clearly your game plan changes and 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 it changed drastically, it seemed like I felt like there was a good portion of the playbook that was just gone. And for the love of me, I couldn't understand it until they talked about it and I was like, Oh, well, let's not do that again. You know. 
I, I get though these changes happen literally end of week, so you only have Friday and in a maybe a walk through Saturday, but you really didn't have that and the tyrant injury until Saturday and, and Sunday was ruled out, so you really couldn't go through anything with these guys. Um, coach talked about how if an injury happens Sunday, you got all week to prep for it. When they happen at the end of the week, and as many as you know happen, that changes things a little bit because now. We we can't run what we've practiced due to these guys being out, and you just can't possibly uh, have the same exact thing due to guys like T.J. Bass and Chuma playing left, Tyler's first game, Hoffman, who wasn't even called up until uh, – well, he was called up, but he didn't play his first game until start until yesterday. It's tough, right, which is why you've seen them have to just execute the basic things. Um, could there have been a little bit more creativity? Mostly for me in the red zone. Mostly for me in the red. Not too creative. Because we're going to look at a play where it was like, hey, yo, why are we running this razzle-dazzle? <laughs> I don't like it. What's good, Marcus? <laughs> How about them cowboys? How about them cowboys? Wait, 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 wait a minute now. Wait a minute now. <laughs> are you? I don't like the energy, bro. You don't like my energy? No, it sounds like hey, you're calling up good. in I... here trolling. Is, is this our Marcus? No, I... I... Yes, <laughs> man. This is Boy, this, this is sound Michael like Playmaker. This sounds like Stephen A. Smith. Ha 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 about them cowboy. Hey yo, no, you about to get banged on. That's a nasty. One thing I'm gonna do, man, is get the get the energy a little Out bit here, of first. Out here, Let's stop keeping your team. No, it ain't nothing to keep, keep, keep about. I'm with you. Nobody as mad as I am. Trust me. Nobody as mad as look, I am. Look, nobody More mad at Marcus, but Marcus came in here. Ha <laughs> 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 about them cowboys? You, you mad, player? You sure? <laughs> I'm for real, man. No, I ain't. Look, wait, wait. Hold on, Scott. Hold on, Scott. Hold up, Scott. Nah, I Go know ahead, the signs get said. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, you, no. We got, we got, what's going on, dog? I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you. That gets yeah. me. I couldn't have called in last night. I couldn't have called in last night. Nobody was madder than me. I agree I with a couple of people. Hey, look, if you're going to stink, you're going to have a stinker game, do it early get it out the way. Yeah. You're not going to win no Super Bowl or lose a Super Bowl in September. But mm -hmm. you do find out what you need to win them. In September, if this is a gut check and 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 get your head space about around what it is you need to do as a football team to win, get all that kind of stuff figured out now, <laughs> right? Get all that kind of if you, if you got if you whining about you don't play no referees, you play the football, all right? You don't be indecisive. It, that I love that, all right? I'm not. This ain't Dak's fault. Dak didn't lose the game. But you can say that there were points where that could have done a little more to win the game. Uh, that, the, the, one throw, vanilla, <clears throat> the one throw to uh -huh. me that I'm, I'm going to ridicule him on more than any, even the interception, to be honest with you, is the Michael Gallup. Uh -huh. like, like, that's the throw right there. That's the one touchdown, uh, yeah. eight-point game uh -huh. or whatever it would have been. I don't know what it would have been. And, and then let's see if we can get the ball back. That's, that is the one to me that – Really mm -hmm. was the worst, even worse than the, the interception was bad in general, but that was worse than that, yeah. in my opinion, because that was a touchdown. The interception, it wasn't nowhere to go. Right. Either you dirt the ball, try to run, but just a, a shitty call. You'll see it when we get to the film. Nothing's there. Throw the, they try to move the linebacker, whatever, but you had a, a touchdown, in my opinion, open touchdown 
that you underthrew. So yeah. that's the one that, hey, you, you need to get on a quarterback mm-hmm. for. I'm going to just keep it honest with you, bro. No, 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 no. Look, Dak, Dak ain't paid to miss throws. He's not. Mm-hmm. He's not paid to, 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 to give the game away. So, mm-hmm. again, whatever heat they get, one of the reasons why I'm laughing is because I, I know whatever heat they get this, this week, from anybody, laughing, they deserve man. it because they, they laid a turd. Yes. They laid a big turd out there. Yep. And they deserve any kind of heat they get because now, again, for me, it's about neck up. It's chest. It's not chest. What are you made of? You, you got talent, and this is not a new thing with the boys. They've had talent for many years and many different iterations and many different uh, subsets. They've had talent. So the talent has never been their issue. There's always been this undercurrent among the players of, of some kind of entitlement, and you, and they can't handle their own success. And you got to get over that at some point. And that never used to happen, at least not early in the season, at least not like this, particularly with some of the expectations they had. And they and they did that themselves. You 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 Molly Wap teams the first two weeks of the season at a rapid pace. I can understand human nature, you're getting a little full of yourself. I can understand that. Particularly coming up here against the Arizona team with no names on it. I can understand that. Yeah, but, but once you start it, once you start facing uh, adversity before the game starts, if you had right? any if you had any mentality of, oh, we just gonna take it easy, that shit should have been turned off the minute Trayvon went down. Then it should have been turned off the minute you found out Zach and Tyler or Ty, Zach and uh uh, Beatish weren't playing. Then it should have been turned off when Tyron, like that should have been turned off, bro. No excuse there. You you should have been mentally focused because you started facing adversity internally prior to the game even starting. Again, again, I I I, I can't can't disagree with you. They 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 look and play as about as bad as they could look and play. The only way the Cardinals could win that game is with with Dallas playing for them, and Dallas did that. Dallas did more to play for the Cardinals than they did to play themselves. Give the Cardinals Cardinals some credit, man. They they out-coached the Cowboys. They out-coached them. Yeah, yeah. They out-coached them. They out-coached them. With their scheme offensively and then defensively in the red zone. That's just facts. Right, right. And and you kind of, you kind of, you can't get in your own way in in many ways. And I do think you got to find yourself an identity uh, offensively. They got one in defense as far as being a pass rush team, and they got when you say coach, our coach. That's how they got our coach. They know that you playing the quarterback on the way. You're gonna play the run on the way to the quarterback. That's not what you need to do because as long as people know they can run the football on you, and this is going on a minute. This you know, for so, me would yeah. have been a great game to deploy mm-hmm. a traditional four-three or a traditional. Uh, I say traditional, maybe an old school. This would have been a good game for me to say, Mozzie, who actually was not a problem in my opinion, because a lot of people say, "Well, what Mozzie, Mozzie Smith was fine," but to put Mozzie and Hankins and then whatever deployment of defensive ends you want, and say uh-huh. we're going to stop you with our front with these big guys and. and then cover on the back end because you got ate up with that single high stuff all freaking night. And you could say, well, Sky, they needed to deploy the safety in the box for extra. Sure, but look at the alignment. Look look at how uh-huh. they, they were aligned. They were coming out there light and butt up front. They were giving uh-huh. the Cardinals angles, and that's what their offensive run game is. It's all about pulling. It's all about eye candy and, and getting uh-huh. the leverage, and it was all about all that. And your linebackers just uh-huh. weren't – and when I say linebackers, I mean, you know – uh, LVE, Damone yeah, Clark, and Marquise Bell, because it, those were your linebackers in this game. They they weren't on top of it to to 
beat the second level blocks or to see it and go because there was so much things going on. But if my opinion had you, if you deploy the big boys up front and then maybe mm-hmm. you play that kind of bracket coverage on the back end, you say, okay, mm-hmm. you guys want to come out and throw. Well, we're going to have a bunch of people in these lanes. If you guys want to come out and run, we got big boys that will force you to cause accidents. Cause it felt like for the Cardinals, eight yards a pop, right. right, Marcus, eight yards a pop. It was either uh-huh. yep. eight yards a pop or it was nothing. Like it, it was big. Yeah. It was a big, massive play big on the ground or nothing. Big gas. You can't uh-huh. have that, exactly. right? You can't have that. No, you cannot have that again. Uh, uh, and, and Dan Quinn's going to have to be honest about a couple of things. Hey, look, they they want to cause havoc up front, and they want to play the quarterback. They want to play the quarterback on the way. You know, you know, they want to stop the run on the way to the quarterback. We might stop the run if it's there, and you can't play like that when you know that you got your know, light second level. As I said, you can't have no great defense if you soft in the middle. I don't I don't care what you stunt into. I know you don't like the stunts and you talk about run fits and things like that. Some people just got to get in the damn way. Right? I don't I, I, I don't felt, like stunts early on. I don't like Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, yeah. I think and again I gotta go back and look at the, the tape, Marcus. My bad look, good, good call bro. I'm gonna keep it moving. Make sure we get there everybody fam. Yes sir. Yeah, keep it moving sir. Hey y'all hey keep your head up. Keep your head up. It's one game but they got some soul searching to do, and that's a good thing. Get that out the way now. Get it out the way now. Figure out who the hell you are and who you're going to be and get your ass off social media. How about them Cowboys? Marcus called in. Ha <laughs> ha! To... You funny, bro. <laughs> you funny. He's still at uh, the Oh, the stunts. I have to go back and watch early down stuff um, and see if how, how light we were up front, you know, if we did all that stunting because my problem – and I've been saying this for the last two years, probably three, is when the team elects to come out in, in 11 personnel and you elect to match that with that dime or whatever it is, they could run, they could pass, right? I think what some teams do at, at a successful rate is say, okay, we're going to run out of this, right? But we're going to run power. We're going to run heavy. We're going to pull our guys and we're going to get our big guys to the second level. And the problem is if you come out low light because you see – uh, 11, and you're like, ooh, we about to tee off on the quarterback. All these dudes want to get a bunch of sacks. Dan Quinn want to get him a bunch of sacks, so now we might be running a weird stunt, and that's just uh, that's just opening things up for you. Now, I'm not saying this happening all the time in this game, because there was times where there wasn't a stunt. We might have been lighting the butt, but you were helping the Cardinals out by giving them the leverage. The, the touchdown play to Rondell Moore. I mean, if you were to draw this up as an offensive coordinator, right, you come out and say, what is the ideal perfect conditions pre-snap to get this look? Cowboys gave it to you. They helped you out. So either either Bell or LVE or Neville did it himself. He said, hey, slide over. Move down. That guard was like, oh, thank you. I don't even have to turn you now. He just literally put his hands on him and he was turned by himself. And then they pulled the other guard. They get to the second level. Marquise Bell can't fight off of it. J. Ron Curse takes the wrong angle. Rondell Moore put, plants his foot in the ground, uses his speed, touchdown. That ain't, that's just, you didn't get out physical to nothing. You just gave them the play via scheme. And, and coach didn't really have an answer for that. Now, again, if you go back and look at a lot of the stops that happened, it was just you, your guy beating their guy. 
when they didn't try to get all funny with it, and they tried to just, hey, we're just going to do a simple. Well, they, they were simple for the most part. But we're going to give it to, uh, what's his name, Connor, who had a good game. We're going to give it to Connor, but we're not going to pull anybody or we're not going to try to attack the edges and get to the second level. The defensive line was eating that up. But the minute they said, all right, let's get back to attacking the second level and get an extra blocker out there, Dallas just just had no answer for it. And then once that happens, you feel like, okay, we got to we have to keep our safety up here, right? Single high. They were just running basic concepts on you. I, I mean, Michael Wilson getting that wide open is inexcusable. Gilly getting beat on a crosser, inexcusable. Third and eight, I think it was, backed up inside the 10, and you get beat on the back shoulder is inexcusable. Felt like they had an answer for everything the Cowboys were doing, minus maybe two possessions in that entire game. Two possessions. All right, we got Twan, Jake the Great, and then Rick. What's good, Twan? Sky, what's good, buddy? How's it going? All right, all right, all right. Man, it's, this this call is gonna be a tad bit long. No, it ain't. It ain't you better be get as, it out. It, 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 <laughs> I'm saying no. It, 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 it ain't gonna be as long as in closing. Oh, okay, so I, I ain't gotta hit you with the in closing. I got you. Go ahead, get you, get it out, bro. You ain't gonna never have to do that with me. Um, I got I got five reasons Dallas lost. Oh, wait a minute, goddammit, five. <laughs> I got I got five. Twan, Twan, let me tell you right five. now. I'ma need you to go ahead and condense that down like the Cardinals did in the red zone to about three. Okay? All right, I'm 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 gonna do them, I'm gonna do them real fast. I get I get I, I give you three, Twan. All right, all right, all right, all right. bro. All right. Defense, obviously. The defense played bad. You know that Dan Quinn yeah. got how coach. That's just what that is. Yeah, 220 yards. Penalty. Yeah, 13 penalties. Yeah. Un- un- unacceptable. That can't happen. Penalties. Well, how, how many penalties you got? 13 for a Thir- Bucko 7? 13. Let me, let me say this real quick. This is, this is what's funny about that. I think I have this conversation every year with y'all. It feels like something happens in a Cowboy game once or twice a year where it's Hey, this is the first time since 15 years ago this has happened, right? This is twice in one game this has happened for the Cowboys. First time since like the 90s or something, I, I don't know, that the, that a team allowed 180 rush yards in the first half. That's number one. Number two, first time in like 15 years or whatever it's been, a team had 11 penalties or 10 penalties in the first half of a football game. Why is it always when it's when it's bad, it's really bad, but but that's crazy, man. 13 penalties is inexcusable. Yeah. That's discipline. That's another reason why I've got uh, Mike McCarthy call, coming down for the uh, family meeting. But go ahead, Tom. Red, red zone. Red zone play call. Atrocious. Horrible, Scott. Atrocious. Like, horrible, horrible. I blame it on Dak. I blame it on Mike. I blame it on every everybody. And, and close. Those are... Those are those are those are my three. Oh damn, you're kicking me off fast. No, I'm giving those you an in close. I'm, I'm, look, I gave you your three, and now I'm giving you your in closing. So close it out strong, player. <laughs> um, we always have a game like this sure. every year. Sure. It happened with the Redskins. It happened with the Broncos. It happened when we lost to Sam Darnold and, and the Jets. But at the end of the day, Sky, losing Trayvon was a big deal because, yeah. as you can see, 
Gil, Gilmore going to get picked on, and he, and he can't guard these young boys. That's just what it is. He, he's, he's smart. He's a lead cornerback, but these young boys, he can't guard, and he's going to be getting picked on all season, and our defense is going to have to step it up. So next week, we're going to have to come in. We're going to have to come in at home against New England. We're going to have to stop them and make a point, honestly, because then we got to turn around and go into San Francisco the week after. And that's all I got for you. Guys. All right, brother. Appreciate you, Twan. See, we got to throw it clean. I, I will say this. Not the the best results for, for Gilly, for sure, right? Like, just there for the touchdown, just there for the big first down completion or whatever. We can't we can't be just there moving forward. If there was anybody though that that I think can bounce back from this, it is Gilly. Uh, this guy's been around the block. Uh, I feel confident that he he will bounce back from a game like this. We'll see. Something to monitor though, right? But uh, Hollywood definitely got the best of him on on two crucial plays, and those are plays you would hope that Trayvon wouldn't have given up. However, we've seen it both ways. You know what I'm saying? We've seen it both ways where big play made by Trayvon, also big play given up by Trayvon. The difference is, and I always say this, can you make a play? And that's where we just need to see Gilly, you know, make a play, uh, bouncing back next week. Now, going up against Mac Jones, not the same type of, uh, and we're getting into the New England game, not the same type of weaponry or speed or whatever, what have you out there, but... Now that you're cornerback one, obviously you're going to get targeted. I mean, that's just going to happen. So just make the best of it when you get out there. The dude knows how to play the game. He's a heady player. He, he knows where to be. He was where he needed to be, but just wasn't there fast enough, right? So uh, you saw him kind of get in the wash in the red zone, and you just saw him not getting to the ball. I mean, good play by Dobbs, too. I mean, he was making some plays. Huh? Like, I kind of give damn it, Josh Dobbs. He, 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 he performed admirably. We talked about this with, with, with Koye. Better not lose to Buddy. But Buddy made some plays. Buddy made some plays under pressure. Shocked me. Josh Dobbs Crow. I got the Tapatio for it. Got the Tapatio for it. We're going to flip it. We're going to go Reek and then Jake the Great. We're going to end it with Jake the Great. I, I wanted to hear from Marv, but it's all good. What's up, uh, Reek? Hey, what's going on, Skywalker? What's going on, uh, Cowboy Nation? What's good? Hello? <laughs> yeah, what's up? Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. Um, you you already know, man. That LVE bullshit uh, creeping back up, too. Because I'm not going to sit here and just act like it was Kurtz. LVE got burnt in that play, too. Uh, when that dude ran that 40 yards down the field, he was he was grasping for air. And yeah, people going to quit telling me that LVE. Yeah, man. People going to quit telling me that LVE this, LVE that. He was on his goddamn back a couple of them running plays right on his damn back. He got pancakes. I see him looking up into the sky, looking for a prayer. Man, anybody going to keep telling me about no goddamn LVE, man? You know what I'm saying? Hold on. Like, uh, hold on, hold on. Let me let you finish, dog. But if this is hilarious yeah. because only if you've been here. If you are new here, welcome. But if you've been here, if you ain't new to this, you're true to this, you will know that Rick don't play no games about no goddamn LVE. He ain't for the LVE. Uh, just, he ain't. That's he can't stand uh, uh, LVE. So this is hilarious. Uh, 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 you know, I, because I've been you ain't been keeping my mouth closed. All right, man. you ain't been able to really go off on LVE because it ain't really been nothing to go off on yet. But but this game definitely bring it back to light. And let me tell you what I hate about the LVE thing right now. They are really mm. really trying to put that man at edge, and it is a waste of a down. Yes. 
get yes. him the hell off my football field when he's at the line of scrimmage for two reasons. Number one, he does nothing for you in affecting the pass, uh, the pass play or running backside. Nothing. What are we doing? Number mm-hmm. two, he doesn't have the hip quickness or the quick hipness to, if he's faking it, get back to where he needs to be or flip those hips and, and make a play. It's just pointless to me mm-hmm. at this point, man. And this is where we mm-hmm. missed Marvion Overshone because he could have played that role. So stop it. Get rid of it. I'd much rather you just say, hey, Damone uh, Clark, let's see if you can handle that because this this LVE or defensive Harper. end thing is stupid. No, no, I don't think. Or at least what Harper is. No, 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 no. I like Harper more than him. No, 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 no. Harper, that's not Harper's game at all. You need Harper to kind of play downhill, see it, and go. I'm not not having Harper rush off the edge. Now, Harper blitzing, right? Like getting Harper coming down on the blitz, sure. But Damone Mm -hmm. Clark has the length, the size, the speed to do that, and then the the hip quickness to get back if he needs to. This LVE rushing the passer thing is absolutely stupid to me. I digress. Go ahead. Yeah, man. Um, what, what else I wanted to say about that defense was Dan Quinn. Man, that dude, man, he be, he be pissing me off sometimes. He a great defensive coordinator, but he be pissing me off sometimes with all this finesse bullshit. Bruh, what we do? What, what the hell did we draft Mozzie Smith for? To sit him on the damn bench when people were running down our damn throats? Play. Man, you put this dude on the goddamn field, man. That's your I mean, goddamn field. I don't... I, yeah, I ain't, ain't, ain't nah, nah. <laughs> my bad. Let me correct my, my word. Bad yeah, they my bad. Me. Yeah, let me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't. I ain't no blasphemy toward you know no blasphemy uh, stuff. But what I'm saying is this, man. I feel you though. What we draft this dude for? If we gonna send him on a damn bitch, man, to grow, he gotta get his growing pains now. He gotta go through his lashes now. In order for him to be better towards the end of the season, he when was we good really in that need game. him. He was good in that game. But see, this is my thing. I don't know. I understand they did. that he was good. Yeah. He was good in that game. That's why I was pissed off. Cause I'm like, why do we got uh, 97 in the middle? Why do we put 99 in the middle? Whoa, wait a minute, slow down. I get you pissed off, but we we ain't gonna do. We ain't gonna slander Oso Digizua. He been one of your better run defenders this to start the season. Okay, now, yeah, now if if you want to get him out there uh, in heavy, you know. You know, if you're in heavy sets, that's fine. But let's not go ahead and been slant talking about what are we doing with Osa. You, what do you mean? What are we doing? Osa is one of your best defensive tackles. What are you talking about? My thing is this: when you trying to stop the run, you put the big boys in the middle. And I don't mind Osa being at at the end because I've seen Osa at the end in the last couple of games, and he was being effective on the end. Well, uh, when, uh, my thing is like, what are you talking about? Nonetheless, go ahead. Uh, also been like doing his thing. Oh, yeah, let me have this, man. Also <laughs> been doing his thing this season. You know what I'm saying? But what I'm, I'm saying you, is when it's time to put the big boys in the middle, you put them in the middle. And then my other problem is with uh, my other problem is with uh, Dan Quinn, why did you take the attitude off the damn field? Why Wanye wasn't in, in this game? I understand that uh, Wilson just came back up from injury. You're supposed to ease this guy in. Because Wanye been playing his behind off the last couple weeks in these games. And then you love, then you let, because Diggs got hurt. You don't take the attitude of the team off, off the, the damn attitude field. attitude of the team, ooh. He's a part of the attitude of the team because you can't tell me Wanye was not making no big plays in these last two wins. You know what I'm saying? Wanye wasn't, Wanye wasn't, he wasn't, he did nothing in the last game. Now, the first game, I'll give you that. But you hear what you're telling, you're saying, you're saying, I like Wanye, bro. Oh, I'm not gonna say I hold you. I like Wanye Thomas too, bro. Donovan Wilson is better. 
like relax. Now, if you wanted to get him in this game, you could have found different ways maybe to get him involved. But we, I, I get the frustration. But you just sat here and said we need to bench Osa and bench Donovan Wilson. Relax. No, man. I ain't saying. I'm not yes, saying. You did. I'm not saying bench him. Relax. I never said man. bench. You, 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 I'm that's saying what you that do. these guys need to get in the game. I'm saying these guys need to be in the game early. Why, relax, my bro. thing is, why is my why is Mozzie not in the game when we getting ran on like that? No, I agree with that. That's my that that's my thing because when he got put, in the game, put Mozzie the run, in over Neville Gallimore. Put Mozzie in over Neville Gallimore. Why, why, that, that, that's what I yes. Like. That would put in Neville Gallimore in there to, to stop a run. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the one and one more thing, and I'm gonna get off the phone, man. Why was Chuma Doga at the damn left tackle if? If the Smith dude was our left tackle last year, I don't. I didn't understand that. And, and Trumo Duggar played so, pretty good the last couple of games. I don't know if you were here earlier in the show. My here's what here's what I think why they did that, which they should have made a change. I think at like halftime. But so yes. Tyler's Tyler Smith was practicing left guard all week, right? And Tyron Smith was practicing left tackle all the way up until Saturday where the injury happened, and then we thought he will even play on Sunday. So you had nobody practicing out there at left tackle, probably beside Austin Richards and Tyron Smith. So what, what happens is you get to game day, and you're told, hey, we're without Tyron. Tyler's first game back. He hasn't had reps at left tackle since, you know, uh, what was it, OTAs. It probably wasn't the brightest idea. They thought this is what I'm guessing, to start him out there. I'm fine with that, right? What I'm not fine yeah. with is putting Chuma Idoga out there because we've seen yeah. Chuma get whooped at left tackle. Yeah. So if you're going to say, hey, we, we, we need some left tackle insurance, then God damn it, put Awesome Richards out there. He's got the feet yeah. and he's played left tackle. Chuma Idoga ain't played left tackle and ain't done it good in I don't know how many years. So that was kind of weird to me. Now, moving forward, though, Rick, I do think you have to have yeah. a conversation of since you have a whole week to game plan this, Hey, do we put Tyler at left tackle if Tyron's not available and and whoever at left guard, whether it be Chuma, whether it be TJ Bass, whether it be Austin Richards, whomever, right? So I'm with you there. And I'm also with you in the sense of there probably should have been a change made at halftime. Chumi Doga is yeah. not a left tackle, bro. They needed to do something else. But that is my, my guess as to why they started off that way. They didn't have enough time to prep for Tyler to be out there and on really – an hour's notice, essentially. That's that's all I got yeah. for you. And, and can I ask you one question? I'm about to get up of course, out of here. Man, of course. Why was Dak? Why was Dak? Why is it me? Or why did I feel like Dak was trying to force the ball to Cooks? The, oh, uh, the Cooks a lot do? of those, a lot of a lot in that game. Brandon Cooks. Yeah, he had seven targets in that game. I mean, I mean, I don't think it's a bad idea to force the ball to Brandon. I mean, Brandon Cooks is nice. I think the the problem is how we use how we use cooks in that game. Um, again, I scanned through. When I say scan, I'm not gonna lie to you. I didn't watch the the offensive line intently in this game. I was watching concepts and whatnot uh, to grab for for tape Tuesday tomorrow. So I, after the show today, I'm gonna go back watch the O line and watch a little bit more. But there were plays where I don't I don't get why they didn't use cooks in the manner they were using Gallup. Now, shouts out to Gallup, right? Like he had a fantastic game. But when Gallup is running off, people use Cooks. How about we get Cooks in some deep overs? How about we kind of press this uh, this, this secondary that doesn't re- – they're just dropping back, man, and hoping for the best. Like, hey, man, hopefully we, we understand mm-hmm. where we got to be. 
And we weren't really doing that in between the 20s. But the reason why it's hard for me to really get on them is because if you go back and you watch it, they weren't allowing much down the field anyway. Like I said, there were there were two plays. One was Peyton Hendershot, who kind of got loose, and the other was uh, CeeDee Lamb, who got loose. But they scored, touchdown. they scored a touchdown on that drive. But I don't get why we're kind of using Cooks in this 10-yard and ends. I get the the offense is slants and stuff like that is short. But Cooks got the speed, man. I, I watched Jalen Hyatt just run by the secondary. Send him on a fly. Send him on a nine. Send him on a, a deep bend. Send him on a seven. Send him on something to attack the secondary down the field to pull these guys back and open things up underneath uh, for you. But... Yeah, I'm not opposed to spamming Brandon. Brandon Cooks is a phenomenal wide receiver. Uh, but how they used him, in a sense, there was times where I, didn't, I, didn't, I just didn't like it. Red zone, I don't get why we're sending five foot ten Brandon Cooks like in the back of the end zone right there. I, I mean, if anything, I ain't like that at yeah, all. Right? If anything, put Lamb there and then just throw it up and hope Lamb catches. You know, you can't really throw it up. That's why. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's why I think Lamb got mad too. I know Lamb. He he did some old divas diva he, wide Lamb receiver bullshit in that game, and. I think he was mad of off that mad. one play that when Dak threw the ball, it was like, was it like Ferguson and I think Gallup was behind him? Or I think it was either Ferguson and then Lamb, he was running toward the back pylon and he was one-on-one back there. Are you talking and about he can't the – uh, piss off. He's talking about the Diggs touchdown. So they, so I actually thought initially – and we'll, we're going to break that down tomorrow too. I actually thought initially that, that might have been a design rub route where uh, Lamb, I think, was starting inside. Cooks was the middle, and there was somebody on the outside. And Cooks kind of ran a slant underneath Lamb's uh, back corner. And I thought that mm-hmm. was a rub. And I thought he kind of ran that a little sluggish, and he didn't he didn't necessarily mesh that right and get Cooks open. Because Cooks could have been wide open had you ran a pick. And in all honesty, I think that play should have been designed that way, and we'll talk about that tomorrow. Um, but it yeah. wasn't. So what happened was Lamb ran that back pylon and Cooks ran underneath. What I couldn't see during the broadcast view is what happened with, with Lamb on the outside. Now, they blitzed, right? So the, 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 the play, what they're trying to get you to do is not have enough time to get back there because there's a, there's a hang defender, that cornerback, who, again, I think it was yeah. a slant for that tight end. He was kind of in no man's land, and you would hope that Brandon Cooks wins on the slant and you get it to him. They blitzed that you're responsible as a quarterback for the free blitzer. You got to drift a little bit on this one because that's the design drift, 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 and then fire in there to you would hope it wide open Brandon cooks because the middle of the field was wide open, but the defender yeah. shots out to 34. He played it very well. He was on cooks and he, and he forced an incompletion, but yes, lamp broke open in the back end, but it looked like he wasn't even really designed to get the ball from first glance on the film. And if that was the case, if he was designed, I think maybe we sell that a little bit harder. Maybe we get uh, we we condense that, and then we put C.D. Lamb in that position so Dak can say, okay, either pylon or nobody right away. But when you get the blitz, the hot read is the middle of the field, and just good defense there. But but yeah, he did break open at the end of that play there. But that's the stuff that when you're out there and it's going 17 miles or 117 miles per hour. You got to make yeah. the play that's designed within the offense. But I tell you this, uh, I tell you this, Reek, I don't give a damn, right? Like if if you're upset that you didn't get the ball here or there, 
You go talk to your quarterback. You figure out, hey, look, this is what's happening. And then you go out there and use that energy on the field. You got yeah. – it got into your head so bad you gave up on a potential touchdown play. That's inexcusable. I don't care how mad you yeah. are. You don't give up on the play in the middle of the play. Can't do it. Yeah, I agree, man. And they need to use Jalen Torbert more, and I'm up out of here, man. All right. Salute. I thought we were actually going to see Jalen Tober in this game because I thought, hey, Michael Gallup, man, he ain't, you know, he's not, you know, doing anything. And then Michael Gallup came out and he was our Cowboy Customs player of the week. Final score, the BT Furnishing final score. Cowboys 28, I'm sorry, Cowboys 16, Cardinals 28. Make sure you check out btfurnishing.com for all your furnishing needs. Didn't go down the way we wanted to. This is a day of uh, instant reactions. You know, a lot of the times, Mondays are considered overreactions. I didn't want to put overreaction Monday. You know why? Not overreaction. Whatever your reaction is today, understandable. Also understand, as a Cowboy fan, it's going to be ugly out here in these streets. You got to have some, you got, you got to have a little bit of tough skin. It's going to be ugly out here in these streets. You're going to hear things and see things that are going to be said about your team that it's going to suck, but you got to own that. I think this week because they play like trash and I'm not about to be out here fighting all these fights in the, in these streets this week because they pay, they play like trash and they deserve to be criticized for that. Now, once you start getting to Tuesday and Wednesday, it's, it's about time to start figuring out how we correct these things and play better heading into uh, week four. Week four against the New England Patriots, because that's not going to be easy. Bill Belichick's coming into AT&T Stadium, right? And we know he knows how to put together a game plan. Their offense, yeah, it is what it is, but Zeke's coming in here. You think Zeke ain't finna be like, hey, I want to go off, right? Like, he finally had a, a pretty good game yesterday. Five yards per carry over there in New England in their 10 to 15 victory. So he's got some momentum after a pretty tough start. Now Zeke is like, all right, I got a little something, something going. You think he ain't going to want to come here and rush for a buck 50? So he got served some humble pie. You got served some humble pie. And, and let's hope that you learn from that and you bounce back. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm. If I had to, if I had to say, would I rather have had this happen now, or against San Fran, or against Philly, or against whomever? Big game later on in the Detroit, Buffalo, Miami. Boy, we got some got some big games later on. I want it to happen now. Get this ugliness out now, because you're not going to have time for these kind of games later in the season. Get it out now, man. All right, later on, we'll continue this conversation with our guy, Vach Lombardi of The Volume. Uh, 306 Live, me and my bro, 306 Live, 306-ish Central will be live. Uh, Mo will be live later on, continuing the coverage from this game. And I'll be back on tomorrow morning to talk about the red zone. I mean, flat out, we're going to dissect what happened in the red zone. And why, in my opinion, it was worse off than last week. Last week, you saw purpose. You saw rhyme and reason. This week, I feel like you saw, and we we bring up our family meeting. 
and Mike McCarthy sitting right there in the family. Me, I thought you saw maybe for the first time McCarthy juggling game management, head coaching, and being the offensive coordinator in a negative way. I did. I think you saw that, and he needs to learn, right? It's been a while since he's had to do all of those things, and you hope that he gets back to the drawing board. I mean, he said, hey, the red zone stuff starts with me. I got to be better down there, and that matriculates down to your quarterback who said the same thing. I got to be better down. I got to make a play. Even if it's with my feet, I got to make a play. Um, we'll talk about it. There was there was a point in time last night or yesterday, whatever, how long it went, where I was like, it's be a good time to run a QB draw here. Be a good time to run a QB draw. Spread them out. Hadn't seen that in, in, in a bit. Also was a time where I thought he could have pulled that random in. Again, we, we watched the tape of the Cardinals defense, and we saw Daniel Jones pull the ball and walk in for a touchdown. We didn't see that run in the end, in the red zone, not once. Gotta get, you ain't got to be too – you ain't got to try to outsmart yourself down here. And I felt like we did that. But we'll talk about it tomorrow, Cowboys Nation. Appreciate y'all for coming through. I'm going to go ahead and listen to what uh, old girl says here. Push the goddamn button. Push the goddamn button. Push the goddamn button. 316. Find me back on the volume. AZ Sports Live tomorrow morning. We'll be back. And then Mauricio, shouts out to Mo. He will be back on later tonight. A to Z Sports Prime. Speaking of prime time, he got humble too. Ooh, he got humble. Hey, like Prime said though, you better get us now. That was a good time to get us. As long as we're healthy again. We out of here. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>